Hi, beauties. This is the Beyond Beauty Project with your host, Bridget Burrick-Brown, the show that's redefining the meaning of beauty. Enjoy, and we're so grateful to have you part of the conversation. Welcome back, beauties. I am so excited to bring you Season 3, Episode 6. I had the pleasure of chatting with the incredible duo Kat and Nat. It was definitely a pinch-me proud moment when they said yes. Kat and Nat are on a mission to dismantle the unrealistic expectations and stereotypes surrounding motherhood, rewriting the narrative of the perfect mom. I think we can all relate to having pressures of that. By fearlessly addressing the taboo topics and sharing their own hilarious and relatable experiences, Kat and Nat have become a beacon of authenticity in a world saturated with curated images of motherhood. Their Mom Truths videos have literally taken the internet by storm. I love them. Accumulating hundreds of millions of views. They also engage with their community through Facebook Lives, Instagram Stories, and their chart-topping Cat and Nat Unfiltered podcast. It's so good if you haven't yet checked it out. They have a best-selling book, which further explores the unspoken thoughts and emotions that many moms hesitate to discuss openly. In our episode today, Kat and Nat discuss how we can help guide our children to stay true to their authentic selves, despite societal pressures and the many definitions of success. We talk about the flawed standards for adults versus children today, especially when it comes to online comments. We also discuss the need for empathy when it comes to the obsession our society has on our bodies. We talk about ADHD in women and why they are often misdiagnosed. I loved hearing their thoughts on success and how we should be open to possibilities. If you haven't checked out their platform, The Common Parent yet, it's an incredible resource for parents. They said, as far as legacy goes, this is something they're very proud of. Okay, let's jump in. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I am your host, Bridget Burrick-Brown. Today, I am here with two fabulous women, Kat and Nat. I heard you guys say one time that somebody asked you about success and how you got to be successful. And you said that we try to say yes. And I'm just so grateful. I'm super excited that you said yes to chatting with me today. So thank you for being here. Thank thank you for having having us. So I want to start a little bit just with like your history and how you started. I know you guys were both stay-at-home moms. What was the pull to do something to do something more? I actually don't even think we ever planned. Like when I first had babies, I wasn't like, I'm going to be a stay at home mom. You know, Mm. I was like, I don't want to go back to work. I knew I didn't want to go back because I knew I thought her daughter was calling. I I knew that, you know, the, I always had the idea. I never had the conversation with my husband that I was (laughs) not going to go back. Yeah, totally. You know, you can't really think about it till you get into it. Does that make sense? And then really, it came down to, I was a social worker, so I didn't make a lot of money. So the amount of daycare in Toronto is so much money. So it was Mm. like, what do I do? Do I 
do I pay for daycare or do I work? Like it was basically going to net even. Which is very common. I already knew the answer. So I was like, I, you know, so it really became about um, what did I want to do? And I had that luxury to to choose to stay home. So I feel very lucky because a lot of people don't have that option, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think it all was just a conversation of you get into it for a few years and you're like, I I could do more for me. Like I want more. And I think it's a really personal mm-hmm. an individual journey. And I think some women feel like they have to do more just based on what society kind of t- told them. But, yep. you know, we were really lucky that we had choices. So I think that it was a choice for us to be like, we have room for more. It was a conversation. And and we weren't even done having babies. And I think a lot of women sort of feel that that we're talking to now. They're feeling like, okay, so I know that I'm done having babies. My babies are in full day school, or maybe they're in high school now, right? So I'm not doing pick up and drop off. And yeah. then they're like, and then they feel that pull. It's like yep. the pull came for us together also, because it's, it's a lot easier when you have, when you have a partner who's in it together. So we decided together and it wasn't a decision to like no. go and like be entrepreneurs and, you know, do all this stuff. One thing sort of led to another, but we liked the rhythm of the way it felt. And we still had babies. Like we still had babies. Yeah. Little babies. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't done. Like I, I knew I wanted to have four. She knew she wanted to have three. And when we started, I had three and she had two. So it was, it was, a it was getting the pull and wanting to start added a lot, but it turned out in the end, because now that our kids are in school all day. And actually, I think I would like to phrase like that we would say, yes, I think we just had an open mind with like no end in sight. Like there was no, like, we yeah. really think if we say yes to this, it was just what we made ourselves available, like to opportunities that came our way rather than researching too much what the opportunity was. Like it was just yep. sort of like, we were available for opportunity rather than saying yes to everything, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, and not yeah. only that, and, but now that we're, now that we're further into this, now it's sort of like, we can just be like in life just sometimes just feel like, yeah, let's just do that. I don't know what it's going to be like, but let's just do it because it's something yeah. new, it's something fun and really thrive on like new experiences because how, you know, we're, we're moms. We have four kids. We live in Toronto. Like life is pretty they stable. What I say? Yeah. Before life is pretty stable so like to say yes to something new seems like something exciting but back then we were like yeah saying like saying yes to opportunities even though like they didn't really make sense I also also don't want to make women like feel badly because I think success is like very um, individual and I think success for some is like you know being able to go for a coffee with friends or like i think that we have to redefine success in terms of what success looks like because totally you know, we're always comparing so you know although our success is different to everyone else's i think success is like it can be little things you don't have to make it some massive thing you know i just think that success is god we could think of ourselves as not successful in some areas totally and successful in some so I just think that yeah success is a dangerous word in in general because absolutely everyone's successful when people say we wouldn't have even known we're successful if people didn't tell us that yeah I never would have really oh (laughs) you are you're doing good because they're doing good (laughs) did you um ever think about the impact you were going to have on women like did you realize how much I still don't think you do because the internet's like really, that's what's sad about the internet. And I think why we do our, our live shows because it's very one way and you don't get to touch people. Mm, I get that. So 
people, we don't know really the impact till we're at our show and someone will say something to us and you're like, what? I mean, we don't do it for that. So I don't think we're, we're, we have an expectation to receive validation for what we're sharing. If that makes sense. No, totally. But you have sort of like an intention with your impact. I think you do. Right. Yeah. Community. I think it was, it was that like the reason that uh, we kind of knew that it would eventually knew it was going to resonate is because something we needed and something yeah. we felt that didn't exist. So do, mm. am I surprised that some people like relate this and that we, that people love it? No. Cause that's, that's what I wanted. It happened yeah. to be us that did it in, in at that time, but it could have been like for anyone that I felt was creating a community or letting me in or making me feel like it could be honest, whether it was a conversation with a friend or it was, there was this TV show at that time that made me feel that way and it got canceled and whatever it was, I knew I needed it more. So it's not surprising when you look back and think, you know, how much this has resonated with women because everyone, every woman and mother often is, does feel lonely. Yeah. Do you feel like you guys are both innately just super open and honest? Or did that like, or did that come with time? Like, did you open up more as time went on? I like, I think because we have daughters that are coming into an age where they really do care about the social circles around them and like how people them. I, you know, we've been having this conversation so much lately that like so many people will change for people based on what they want them to be. So there'll be yeah. like seven different people. And I think that we were never, we don't have that ability to do that. So I feel like what I've come to learn is people resonate with, you know, it's uncomfortable when someone doesn't think about what other people think of them. And you can just say something that is like probably uncomfortable for a lot of people to hear, but it's not uncomfortable for you to say because it's what you're thinking. Yeah. And I it, when we do it as also as a pair in a way it's funnier and it becomes like something that's like, you know, digestible because there's some humor in it, not because we're trying to be funny, but just because like the reality is like this the life is pretty fucking weird and crazy and, yeah, and hard sometimes. And I'm just watching our daughters and I'm like, Oh my God. Like if you can just figure out how to be yourself, knowing people aren't going to like you, like, if you can just do that rather than being what someone wants you to be because you want them to like you, I was like, Oh my God, we'd all be so far. So I just think that, you know, I don't think we think too much now. And I think that like back in the day, you know, think that with the people that were close, it was really easy to be like myself, but I, with people I didn't know, I was just like, I mean, it's harder because, People like when you're young, you're, you are more worried about what people think. Yeah. But honestly, having having babies and becoming a mom just made me realize that like nobody cares that much about me. They're worried about themselves. Yeah. So just put it out there, and if it it's going to help someone because you're saying it out loud, then why not? Yeah, I always say like other people's opinions are none of our business. Yeah. Like I- always say that I'm like it's none of my business what they think about me because once I make it my business then I start like getting all heady and like you know weird and um so one of my questions was actually about our kids um what how do we help them stay true to themselves like it sounds like role modeling our behaviors right but like I think in the midst of like 
all this media pressure telling them to be skinnier, to have a trend mm-hmm, yeah. body, be whatever successful in some sort of way. It's like, how do we help guide them to just stay fully true to themselves? What do you guys think? I mean, I really think that, you know, we've talked to so many parents and we've talked to a lot of teen girls too, because yeah. not only do cool. we have our own, but teen girls have sort of like, you know, whether they're running to, into us on the street, they found us on TikTok or wherever we run into them, often they'll share with us. And mm. uh, what we really realize is that their mothers are really big role models to them and they really influence them. And so um, I do look at our girls and our girls have watched the two of us be very comfortable in our body. They're also only yeah. 13 and 14. So I feel like we're just scratching the freaking surface of where we're going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it, I'm like so confident also not to be like we're experts here yet because no. like our kids have so far to go and they're really stepping into a world that's no longer just the bubble of us. So mm-hmm. it's like they're now yeah. going out. And we don't know what people say to them during the day. Like they probably get a million comments, like small comments, big comments. And like, you don't know what they're processing or what they're thinking. Right. Like, so it's like, we're trying to constantly be the voice of, it's like, you want to, you want to break through what they're thinking to like, remind them. It's like, you're reminding them constantly of who they are rather than trying to, cause they're going to stumble. They're going to screw up. They're going to feel badly about themselves. It's how do you remind them to pick themselves back up again? And, and, and how we can do that is by, <laughs> we always are telling them like, there's no, like you have to make mistakes in order yeah. to become, to learn and to become more resilient. And like when they make those mistakes to not make a huge deal of it, you know, mm-hmm. but to also let them know, like, I understand that's a really big thing in your world. And that like, you're, I don't, I always say to her, like, I don't, or to my kids, I don't, I will never pretend to know what it's like to be a teenager in 2023. You are dealing with things or a kid or a kid. You're dealing with things that didn't exist when we were that age. That being said, I can, I can share some of my experience in like social situations and maybe we can like open up the dialogue, but never to be, I think that's what we try to tell parents a lot is don't, don't, don't act like the expert in their world. Cause Mm, I love that. Also, the are we allowed to swear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shit that they're dealing with um, now. <laughs> if they don't deal with, like, if they don't, like, this is a baby training ground because I see an adulthood. Like, it contains like this yeah. same behavior. Don't end with. Unfortunately, I can only talk to women because I know women as they get older, and I can see moms doing the same shit with their children, not even aware totally. of what they're doing. So it's like you know, I think we're just trying to like have our eyes wide open and like never take sides. Like I talk about the situation rather than being like, can't believe that girl did that to you. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. kind of 360 rather than like, I think it's so easy to be like, that girl can never come in our look. Like, you know, your, your, totally. little sweetheart, your little sweetheart is capable of a lot that you don't know of. So I think totally. it's just sort of like opening our eyes and, you know, not pretending that we know everything, but to, to reflect, be their mirror. So we're like, Hey, let's look at it everywhere. Let's look at all of it. My daughter, she recently, one of her friends was like mean to her. And it was like the second time, like close together. And I was there the second time. And she had a really, she was having a really hard night, this friend. Mm -hmm. 
And so she, my, my daughter was mad at her for a couple of days and, and I, I knew it was bothering her though. And then I finally was like, let's look at like what kind of night she had. Cause you saw yeah. her having a hard night. And like, sometimes we have to let, like give our friends grace or have compassion for them and know that we're not perfect. And she was really, she's eight. So she was like really taking it in. She's like, yes. what is great? What does grace mean? You know, so I'm like, what does grace mean? Hold on. But <laughs> it was really cool. I, I did that something like that similar. I was like, let's look yeah. at like all of this. Cause it's not just about just that situation, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they <laughs> went to a barbecue. Cute. They she went up and gave her a hug and they had like the best night. I was like, doesn't uh, that feel better? You know, you know, it's so interesting too. If you can get your kids in the right moment, like yeah. they love mm. when you start to like analyze social situations, like they're yeah. so curious, and then all of a sudden they start telling like their side of it. Like I love when they really get deep into it. And I sit there and they'll say things that give you such perspective on what's going on with their mind, and not everything they're saying. Some of the, the things they're saying sound like really dumb shit but you yeah. just have to sit there and be like that's your mind that's where you're mm-hmm. at in your development and just be interested in the way they say it because um sometimes when you get you're like wow like i never even thought you would have seen it like that or that or that's how you see it and so to get them in those moments and have those conversations they also it's- hear you like they hear you i think that we're so scared that we, they don't hear us and then they take like they you have to let it sit with them but often they'll use it against you later on down the road. <laughs> totally. You know, my daughter just did totally. it to me recently and I was like, boom, you just got yeah. me, you know, because mm-hmm. I was fine. I was, I was teaching her something. Like I tried to explain something to her and then I used, I was like, you know, in le- blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, mom, that's a them thing, not a me thing. So <laughs> I should be, I should be, I was trying to protect her from something. And she's like, so, and I was like, damn, you listened and you applied like, it to yep. a different situation. And, and sometimes like you'll, 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 be, you'll be surprised by their wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They're taking it all in, even if mm-hmm. they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to talk about bodies for a second. Um, I feel like we have a very similar belief um, on why women think it's okay to comment on other people's bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm actually always fascinated by this. I like anytime anybody says anything to me, I'm always like, really? Did you just say <laughs> that? Like, why yeah. would you think that's okay? But why do we think women think that's okay? To just comment. And I guess just like why they're so interested. Do you think it comes from our media? Yes, I think it's a in a it's an obsessed. Everyone is obsessed. Mm-hmm. With bodies, people's changing bodies, people's gaining weight, people's losing weight. How did you do it? You can do it like this. You can't do it like that. That's healthy. That's not healthy. Work out and be healthy. But don't work out too much. And you want to share to inspire people. Because I know that when someone is, someone's doing something healthy in their life and they're sharing it, I'm inspired by it. But some yeah. people are totally triggered by it. And whether it's a them thing from something that they're dealing with or mm. just around the bandwagon of trying to uh, trying to just judge people all the time even just like even simple things like people saying you shouldn't wear that at that age or oh yeah like, I hate that like yeah. you know whether it's negative or positive what you're talking about being fat being skinny all of it it's it is nobody's body is anybody's business should yep. like, just like what they nobody. think but people are not we're not in a place we're not in an evolved enough place where everybody realizes that it's also a lot easier behind a screen to 
post a comment and uh, about that and not because you wouldn't say it to someone's face. Yeah, so no, we're in a weird, weird place for that for sure. And I think it's and, really confusing. And sadly, like grownups are leading it mm-hmm. because yeah, I mean, if you have a child, you know, they go and read every comment. And when you see that it's, you know, women and moms who are like leading the, the force, you're just like, wow, we are so like, we're trying yeah. to teach they're like confidence, like for what they say online, they would be suspended in school or expect, like they'd be actually kicked out. Yeah. They'd be fired from a job. They'd be like, you know, the standard is so low for adults and so high yeah. for children. Like it's mm-hmm. so like, if you, if wow. we have, we know police that have been like called to like schools for comment, like, you know, it's, it's a massive problem and we're teaching our children via our actions, but speaking a different, a different truth. And, you know, there's no consequences online. There's zero consequences online. And it's also yeah. really, it, you know, for adults, and for children, huge. Yeah. Adults. Totally. That's well. interesting. I never thought of that. It's so true. Well, kids will get kicked out of school for sending a snap. Literally. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but thousand so, males can do inappropriate pictures all day long. And yep. or like women can say things, nothing. So like, I, it's a very hard thing to reckon with. Have you guys read American Girl by Nancy Joe? No. Oof, I'm listening to it right now. It's really interesting. It's all about social media and like nudes and everything and bullying. I, I and... love when you said, have you read it? And then we were like, no. And then you're like, I'm listening to it. I'm like intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an ADD question in here because that's, oh my God, I'm totally dealing with that right now. Um, okay. So one more thing about bodies before we move on to ADD is how do we help our kids? Like, how do we help, I guess, them have body confidence in the midst of like all this noise? That's something I'm constantly doing with my project and working with preteens. And so I'm always kind of just like brainstorming, but I actually had a situation last night that was like hard. It was hard because we're talking about bodies and we're talking, you know, how, you know, we should we should be comfortable with our own body and bodies come in all different sizes and I have two things more, that are more than our bodies right. yes is that my daughter I mean and, and uh, girls are really starting to uh, a group of girls I think a larger portion than when we were younger are starting to stand up for themselves and their bodies and you know when my daughter gets um uh dress coded for showing her, her stomach and she's very much like why can he show his arm, like his sleeveless arm, and I can't yep. show my stomach? These are our bodies, number one. And like mm-hmm. she told me to go off, and I told her that she should she should go to the office and she should you know plead her case. And she wants to make a change. She has to do something. Yeah. And um and then uh, the other so that's one part of the clothing, and then the other part is like all these girls and all this fashion. They're all <laughs> shopping at the same stores, and there aren't that many, especially in Canada. And I'm like, my daughter wore a pair of shorts yesterday. And I'm like, those are, those are too short. Like that's really short. And she's like, this is the fashion. My friend wears them. Cause I mentioned, I'm like, Leah's got a longer pair. She goes, if I put on the shorts that she wears, hers don't ride up because her body's not like that. She mm. goes, I don't have any options of where to get jean shorts unless they're super expensive because 
even if they start low, they ride up and now it's inappropriate for my body, but where the hell am I going to shop? Because there's so yeah. many less of that, that whole like fashion. Just, could my principal please tell me a place where teenagers shop that have a top that covers their stomach? Because they don't sell that anywhere. It's so true. <laughs> and like you want them to be feel sort of cool or in style. Yes. Like you can't. Yeah, I don't I, know. That's an issue. I, I have a seven year old. And she like thinks she's the most actually there's a bunch of seven year olds in her life and they're in my house a lot. And universally, they all are so confident and think they're so fabulous. Like, I don't know if all seven year olds, you have an eight year old. So like, she, she's the same. She's just like, so like, they're just like our houses, right? Mm-hmm. Like just like, to the point where she walks by mirrors and she's like, hello, beautiful. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> love that. literally. And I, I think maybe if we can, I, I do say this to my children when they are talking badly, even about anything about themselves. I'm like, you know, when you speak badly to yourself, you're you're actually hurting your own self. So like when the words you say hurt you. So I'm like, think about this poor body that's working so hard for you and you're yeah. being so into it. When they're younger, this really works because they feel sad for their, when like, you know, if you're like, I hate them, like you're poor hair. <laughs> you need to be kind. It's working so hard for you. And I think if we can put empathy into our own bodies mm-hmm. and our own selves, mm-hmm. understand that your body's working so hard, whether it's for learning disability, their eyes that have eyeglasses for like, and, and I think we have to stop yeah. focusing on our body part and start encompassing like our entire being as, you know, like whole, because I think what we've done is taken bodies and like, freaking like I'm so sick of body positivity which is a really terrible thing to say but like for us our children it's like why do I have to teach you body positivity because you love your bodies but what what I'm teaching like it's such a yeah conversation to try to have them like why can't we just live our lives without talking about our bodies constantly and that's yeah. sort of the conversation. I think the so more true. we talk about it, the, the more they obsess about the it. The more they're like, yeah. oh, like me. Like, so it's this really fine line of, I think, bringing back not just body and, and you know, I think negative self-talk is such a bigger problem right now. And like, you know, their, their second voice is that they're hearing and their confidence. And let me tell you, you're never going to get full confidence by getting body confidence because that's one part nope. of the puzzle of your whole yeah. life. So like awesome. You love your body, but fuck, you got to walk into a room and open your mouth and think and talk. And you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I, I really you, think that conversation needs to change. Do you guys really focus on the things that they are like the other things that they are than their bodies? Like make sure you're really emphasizing that when a lot of times I think girls can just like want to have the best outfit or the best hair. It's, it is all about their bodies a lot of times. Right. We, you yeah, know, I we, mean, <laughs> we honest to God, I think it's such a small topic for us in our lives because we don't talk about it, you know? And yeah, that's cool. I think that our, our, to this point, our children have, are not hyper-focused on their bodies, uh, any yeah. of them. And, um, I mean, early days still, and I know things can happen, but I feel like, our lives are full of conversation and it's not, I don't think we're trying to teach them about their bodies. It's like, you know, 
you need to do this because you 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 need the like the component to be outside because your brain is working. Like you know you need you know you know you need to expel energy. You don't need to work out. You need to expel energy. Yeah. How are you gonna expel? What are yeah. you gonna do to expel it? Like you mm-hmm. know. So I I think because we're not focused on it. I mean, we don't talk about their bodies. That, that's exactly bodies. that's exactly why they feel good about their bodies because mm-hmm. you're not focusing on yeah. it or it's not. Yeah, I love that. Yes. And they're all very different. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's no, it's such a hard question to answer because like, I think it was also, it was like an early one for us is our, our daughters, the conversation around their bodies when they were quite young was often and not from us, but from other people, because they were so like, you know, there's the ages when someone's tiny and someone's big, our girls were always very tall and looked like women before they were women. They still do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, people always would say that. So you in know, front of us, like, oh, you're so big. Like the, yeah. they're so good. Are they like their dad? And you're like, mm-hmm. God fucking damn. Like, seriously, are you yeah. like, on. Because the girls that are tall and big, they don't need the neighbor to point it out because no. they're very aware when they're standing beside their friends that they look different. But I think that at that time, like we were, we would kind of like didn't talk, they talk about it with them or like when they were younger, there would be things like someone called me fat or like there was a note that goes around and, and then just being, letting them be able to talk to us about it and then going through it, going through why that doesn't matter. And, you know, of course your feelings matter, but they were always so like, who are they to tell me? You know, Good. I love like, that. You know, like, I'm so, I'm taller than you. Look at you, you puny boy. I'm like, okay, we don't need to insult him. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Uh, well, they get it from you guys. So I love that um add really quickly and then i have a one little kind of rapid round and i'll i'll finish up but i um i would love just to hear if you guys knew you had it since you were younger if it was something you realized when you were older i'm kind of going on a similar journey of i actually watched um the disruptors that documentary have you guys heard of it we it's don't all do about research on life you will be watching <laughs> okay. it now I, I so I watched it and I literally sobbed the entire time. My oh. husband was like, "Are you okay?" He just looks like handing me Kleenexes. It I just like saw my like my little self and I was like, yeah. "She's okay," you know, like she's not stupid or she's not disorganized or. And um, so, anyways, I'm like in the midst of talking about like you know a plan for it, but what what was your journey with that? Did you know? As everyone told us when you were adults. Well, yeah, but (laughs) very confusing as a child if you don't have, like, um, I blame nobody for my journey because, like, I wouldn't be where I was if I didn't go through all of that. But I would never, I I overheard somebody say I had ADHD when I was quite young. And basically they were recommending that I be tested. But the circle around me didn't, didn't want to have it, didn't want to deal with it. Like that's yeah. not, she just needs to focus. She needs like, she's capable. There's none of that. And so I heard it. Of course, I never forgot it, but it's confusing when you're in school and you don't understand why everyone's yeah. doing better. Everyone can sit through a classroom without feeling like they want to like throw the chair yep. and you just, but you're told that you're like quote unquote normal. So you should just be able to endure it. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you just go through it. Cause you're like, there's really nothing you can do. Like it never, I never, I never got an IEP. I was never yep. like, I, like took one, never nothing, never talked to the doctor about it. 
So I just knew as older, I'm like, I know I have something because I'm not like my friends in school. Yeah, okay. And then, and then when we got older and it seemed like it became a really big, it has a huge conversation with adults right now. And um, well, our audience has been telling us for years, like a hundred years, like you guys are so ADHD. I'm not even sure what like, <laughs> like that's I think, part of the success though, was mm-hmm. to be honest, because we just yeah. really didn't think much, but mm-hmm. like it was really, it was community driven. They were like, just so you know, y'all are totally... And they were like, maybe you could like try something as an adult. And I, my brother and his wife were teachers and they always told me too. they were like, by the way. And I was like, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. For me, it just got to a place where I, I was beginning to get so overwhelmed. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I wouldn't open emails anymore. I, like, yeah. I, I want to go to bed at like five o'clock at night. Cause I just felt like I was just done. Like dinner felt overwhelming. Like I just began yeah. to feel there were too many lanes in my brain and so I was like, I need to do, I need medication because I can't, like I, everyone was saying how game, thank God for the conversation. Cause I think that's what helped me understand. It wasn't like this different process, you know, it's actually yeah. quite easy. So I went and got an assessment and they were like, yes, you are like, yeah, you know, you're, you're, must you really do. are. And, uh, then the meds just, I think it just changed just like calmed. It made five lanes instead of 105 lanes. Which so, is so funny. Mm-hmm. I, ever since I had like, um, uh, took medicine for, um, anxiety and I'd been taking it as an adult and all my cousins are teachers and they were reading all this like research and they were like, do you know that a lot of women think that they have anxiety and potentially some like like, anxiety and they found out that they have ADHD Yes, and sometimes and not always that it's that same feeling, but you just like, it's all over the place. So uh, they had said a lot of women are realizing that they don't need to be on Zoloft or whatever they're on. And when they take ADHD, it feels even better. I mean, I talked to my doctor and my doctor's like, I would absolutely put you like, just keep you on both. Yeah. I mean, you feel good with both. Yeah. On both. There are, you can absolutely have anxiety and ADHD and they can be, yep. I've never tried one without the other, but I probably wouldn't have like actually gone and like tried to figure it out if she didn't do it. I would have probably yeah. just like, that's inter- that was the interesting thing I learned between like boys and girls is that boys often like it's like they're jumping off the walls where for girls we're jumping off the walls of our head and then uh-huh. it manifests into like the anxiety and depression. Yeah, so true. It is. It's yeah. in the walls of our brain. When people say it's the hamster wheel, at the end of the day, a lot of moms feel sometimes it's more than that. Yeah, yeah, I really get that. Okay. I want to do a quick um, Beyond Beauty round. It's just sort of like a rapid fire. couple of questions. Okay. And we'll, then we'll finish up. Um, so don't think too much. Just answer, okay? <laughs> who, <laughs> done. Easy. Who, who takes longer to get ready? Ooh, okay. Wait, I have to clarify. Wait, it takes me, longer to get out, takes me longer to get out the door. And makeup. Like, just takes me longer. I like, I can dilly-dally, dilly-dally. The ADHD gets like, you have like stuff to do. I just get, I do all the last minute things. Like, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. Yeah. Okay. How many hours of sleep do you guys need to function? Like be functioning well. Eight, eight. I'll take eight. I don't, I mean, often I don't really notice a difference either way. If there's You're... lots of hours or less hours, I don't really notice. Oh, so jealous. I love that. Okay. Irish goodbye or last one at the party. Irish, Irish goodbye. 
<laughs> Me too. Um, when people stand up for a standing ovation, are you usually one of the early people or the later people to stand up? Oh, depends on who I'm clapping for. Mm. I, I'm one of those in a long time. I will depends on the it. etiquette. I don't know when you do I it. will do it. Like I just went to uh, a Surface Soleil recently. I would be the first one up. I loved it. I loved it so much. If I love it, I naturally know it. I don't care if no one, anyone else stands up. I yeah. naturally want to stand up. But sometimes it's some of you just musicals. I'm like, I guess I got to be. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. I don't, I don't like those things. So I don't, it's too long for me. They have to be under like an, an 60 minutes and then I'll stand up. But no. Like Broadway. Oh my God. I always say like, it should be half of the time. Yes. Like after intermission, I'm like, I'm good. That was that actually was I can't awesome. do Taylor Swift because it's three and a half hours. And, like that's and not gonna happen. Thank goodness our kids aren't into Four. the one, the Harry Potter. Oh yeah, one. no, I'm not watching Harry uh, Potter. Right yeah. Or, well, they yeah. can go by themselves, like in a little bit. You can stand outside. Like <laughs> I don't think you know what that book is. <laughs> okay, if you could invite three people to dinner, anyone in the whole wide world, who would be at your dinner table? Natalie. Oh my God. You know, I, I, really, someone I really want, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I really like to have fun. I want to party with fun people. Like I, I want people who are fun. And so I was thinking of who would be the most fun person you could, cause that, yeah. you know, dinner parties talking want someone like outrageous. So like, who would be the most fun? I, I, I have to bet there's not someone recently. I just recently I saw, oh, 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 no, no, no. Cause I don't know if he's fun. He looks kind of serious. He works out a lot. So yeah, I feel like he's like okay. diligent. <laughs> um, no, um, um, uh, uh, Gronkowski. Okay. He looks like a wild time. I've seen him party. He is fun. And then, and then, um, Travis Kelsey, because he looks really fun and he's hot. So and he's hot. Okay, I love it. I love it. Are you just yeah. gonna go to her dinner? I have to. Yeah, She'll I'm pick up someone along I'm the way. I'm not eating dinner. We're going to a bar. We're getting bottle service. Like there is okay. no to be talk. I'm not looking for <laughs> wisdom. I'm looking to. You're you know, like no dinner party. I'm looking to party. I'm looking <laughs> okay. to go to a club like I'm 19, but go at 8 p.m. or 21 and go like it's 8 p.m. You know, I want to go. For, I want to go in yes. the afternoon hour. Yes, totally. Like a five you know, to like nine is good. Yeah. I, I like like, like a five thirty dinner sometimes. Maybe, maybe I'm doing Martha and Snoop right now, and like maybe I'm going to try drugs with them. That might be fun. Okay, yeah. Why not? I was watching Amer- America's Got Talent. I feel like I need to I'm looking for fun people. I'm looking for people who are not in my demo of like Chelsea Handler. Yeah, but we 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 yes, but we'll be you guys can wrong. hang. I'm not doing ayahuasca with her, you know. You did ayahuasca with her. No. <laughs> That's how rumors get started. I don't want to. No. <laughs> Do you want to ski topless? No. I hate no? skiing. No. I'm like, aren't you cold, girl? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys can choose who answers this. Um, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell her? That your grades in school won't ne- necessarily mean that you will be like unsuccessful or living in the streets. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that for a while or not yeah. knowing at a young age when you want to be when you grow up is okay it's okay I, yeah I, I, also, I also um think that school is an experiment and like it's your it's your you get to decide it's to discover what you might like and what you might not like and you can't be good at it all so like you're not gonna ace everything nor should you have to so you just see what see what you enjoy doing and that's I, that's a little clue into what you might like to do when you grow up I love that. I forget who it was. I heard someone say that they won't pay for their kids' college if they know what they want to major in. 
They're like, no, sorry. You should not know what you're doing. I need you to take all kinds of different classes and then I'll pay for it. (laughs) And the kid was like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's not normal, but I kind of like it. I was like, yeah. yeah. Be open to the possibility, you know, don't that be you know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes. And like, you don't yeah. need to make a plan when you're 17 of what you're going to do when you're 40. Like be open. No. I don't know what I'm doing in my forties. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm you never know what can happen tomorrow. No. Okay. All right. Last question. Um, how would you define beauty? I ask everybody this. What would your definition <sighs> you of beauty what? be? I think the way other people see you, and I don't mean like physically, I mean, like, how did you make them feel? Like, I think that if mm. you, you know, my son recently said, like, describe your mom in like one thing and he like laughs, he's like, she's crazy. And I'm like, I love that he thinks I'm crazy. Like, Aww. to me, that's beautiful. You can just be like, you know, just uniquely yourself and just like people yeah. can pick up what you're putting down in terms of uh, like, I think joy, I think joy just, like resonates with everybody. And I think there's joyful people with joyful personalities. And I think that that might be like beautiful. I had like a moment yesterday and I, I saw something and I did it and Kat was like, Oh my God, you're so your mother right now. But it's so true. But (laughs) I saw a picture that Kat posted of her daughter and her daughter's only eight, but seven, she's eight in a month. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) She's a baby. And she just like, don't make her bigger. It was such a pretty picture, but I was like, I like her personality so much and she's such a nice girl and she's so happy and she's so confident in herself. Mm-hmm. So I, I screen grab the picture. I sent to Kat and I was like, beautiful girl inside and out. And she writes like, thanks grandma. Cause I thought her grandma would send me a picture. <laughs> and say that. And I'm like, thank you grandma. Thank because you so I mean, much. Like, it's not that she looks pretty in that picture. It's that she is a pretty person, you know, and she's only yeah. eight, but like you can feel it when someone just has, and obviously she has eight year old, seven-year-old confidence and that is really beautiful when you can tell yeah. somebody feels good in themselves it radiates and you can feel it and it can and sometimes that can be contagious so that that's really beautiful yeah it really does come from within it's like the energy that comes from within and when you can mm-hmm. be more authentic i feel like you can feel more beautiful or seem more beautiful you know i know and for yeah. some people that's a that's a long journey to get there yes yeah thank you guys so much for chatting with me. Thank you. I'm so grateful for taking your time. I'm coming to your show December 1st. Stanford, Connecticut. I love it. I I haven't been yet. So I'm super excited. Okay. Remind Um, us that you're coming so we can meet you in real life. Okay. I would love that. Um, so do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Cat and Nat. Everywhere. Cat Nat on IG. Is Cat Nat on TikTok, right? Of course. Yeah, Cat Nat. And then Cat Nat on Filtered Podcast. And the Common Parent, which we didn't get to talk about. Common Parent everywhere. You've got to check it out if you're a parent and hear about your child. It's such a cool platform. And there's cool things coming down on that one, too. Like really cool things. Um, what I did let one last question quickly. What's the thing you're like the most passionate about that you're doing? Do you feel like common parents? One of them? I just just think it's such a cool, as far as a legacy goes to be able to create something like that and like live when we're grannies and know that people are being able to benefit from such an easy way to access help for, for parenting and and communication outside of our like realm, like it's something that we're creating that's like Mm -hmm. unique and, and 
no, no one's doing it. Like that's super cool that we can build, you know, we have some really like amazing people that are coming on board and, um, yeah, they're like epically like smart young things that know everything about the things. Yeah. Best (laughs) parenting experts all over the world kind of hosted and created by us. Yeah. I love that. It's like the little like parts, like you pull out the little parts that you kind of need. That's super cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you in December. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining another Beyond Beauty Project conversation. Let's continue to support each other with kindness, empowered voices, and self-love. Visit us at www.beyondbeautyproject.com where you can find all of our socials and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And listen, Bridget would love to hear from you. Don't be shy. So send us a DM or an email with your thoughts and what you want to hear about. See you beauties next time. This podcast episode is designed to be for informational and discussion purposes only. I am not a doctor, and I am not trained as a medical provider or counselor. I do not provide medical care or attempt to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any physical ailment or any mental or emotional issue, disease, or condition on this podcast. Always seek the advice of your own physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding your personal medical condition. Do not disregard recommended medical advice or treatment or delay in seeking professional medical advice because of information or content obtained from this podcast. If you have or suspect that you have a medical or mental health issue, please contact your own healthcare provider promptly. For urgent medical needs, please contact your healthcare provider or call 911 immediately.